morning. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry. Right. Yeah. Good morning. Uh, today we'll focus our attention on the transfiguration of our Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. Also with you. Let us pray. O oh God, in the glorious transfiguration of your beloved Son, you confirm the mysteries of the faith by the testimony of Moses and Elijah. In the voice that came from the bright cloud, you wonderfully foreshowed our adoption by grace. Mercifully make us co-heirs with the King in his glory, and bring us to the fullness of our inheritance in heaven. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The Old Testament reading for the transfiguration of our Lord is from Exodus 24. And Moses took the blood and threw it on the people and said, Behold, the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words. Then Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and 70 of the elders of Israel went up and they saw the God of Israel. There was under his feet, as it were, a pavement of sapphire stone, like the very heaven for clearness. And he did not lay his hand on the chief men of the people of Israel. They beheld God and ate and drank. The Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and wait there, that I may give you the tablets of stone, with the law and the commandment which I have written for their instruction. So Moses rose with his assistant, Joshua, and Moses went up into the mountain of God. And he said to the elders, Wait here for us until we return to you. And behold, Aaron and Hur are with you. Whoever has a dispute, let him go to them. Then Moses went up the mountain, and the cloud covered the mountain. The glory of the Lord dwelt on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it six days. And on the seventh day he called to Moses out of the midst of the cloud. Now the appearance of the glory of the Lord was like a devouring fire on top of the mountain in the sight of the people of Israel. Moses entered the cloud and went up on the mountain. And Moses was on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the epistle lesson is from 2 Peter 1, verses 16 and 21. He writes, For we did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For when he received honor and glory from God the Father, and the voice was borne to him by the majestic glory, this is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased, we ourselves heard this very voice born from heaven, for we were with him on the holy mountain. And we have something more sure, the prophetic word to which you will do well to pay attention, as to a lamp shining in a dark place, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, knowing this first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture comes from someone's own interpretation. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the Gospels from Matthew chapter 17, verses 1 through 9. And after six days, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John, his brother, and led them up a high mountain by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. And his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. And behold, there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with him. And Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make three tents here, one for you, and one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He was still speaking when, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. 
When the disciples heard this, they fell on their faces and were terrified. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Rise and have no fear. And when they lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. And as they were coming down the mountain, Jesus commanded them, Tell no one the vision until the Son of Man is raised from the dead. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be Thanks to God. God. So this weekend is our annual Higher, Higher Things retreat, and we have a guest preacher, um, Pastor Brett Simic, who uh, currently serves as the catechetical coordinator for Higher Things and also pastor at uh, Trinity Lutheran Church in Hilbert, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. So he's going to be preaching. So I thought I'd kick us off by talking a little bit about what I did for chapel yesterday. I talked to the kids about signs that you see on the, on the road um, that tell us something. And one of the signs we talked about was the railroad crossing sign. And talked about a school bus driver. When they come to that railroad crossing, they do two things or three things. They stop, um, they look, and then they listen. Um, this coming Sunday, we're really at a crossroads in the church year. Um, we're ending the season of Epiphany where uh, we learned how our Lord manifested his glory. We learned that he was the, the son of God um, in human flesh. Uh, we learned about his miracles and, and, and what Jesus has come to do. Um, this Sunday is the last Sunday of the Epiphany, and, and we will focus on the, the Transfiguration. And it's a good time for us to, to stop, to look, and to listen. And that's exactly what Jesus did with those disciples. Um, he took them up on that mountain, and something incredible happened. Um, he was transfigured. He appeared like the sun in, in glory, and then Moses and Elijah appeared with him, and, and, and the disciples were at awe. Um, uh, Peter, in fact, wanted to stay there and build three uh, tabernacles, three tents, and, and just stay there in that glory, in that glorious moment. But Jesus was having a conversation um, the Gospel of Luke tells us that they were having a conversation about his departure. The little, little literal word is the exodus. So, um, you know, talk a little bit about that conversation that they were having, that um, the exodus that Jesus is about to accomplish. Yeah, the, um, I, you know, you mentioned on a crossroads, you know, what happens there is heaven and earth intersect. I mean, you have Moses and Elijah there, and they're recognized as such. Um that Jesus is indeed the Christ, the one set apart. He's the one who fulfills the law. Last week we talked about how, uh, uh, you know, none of us can follow the law, that we fail in thought, word, and deed, but Jesus followed the law. He fulfills the law. He, and he even talked about that. He's not come to abolish the, the, the law and the prophets, but to fulfill them. And here you see Moses and Elijah uh, there with him on that mountain of his glory, affirming that he does indeed fulfill mm. the law and the prophets. And they're talking about how he's now going to do it. He's mm. now going to make this exodus. He's going to exit earth with our sins mm. and, and bury them in his death and rise victorious over them and, and open the kingdom of heaven to us, the promised land of life as he created and redeemed it mm. to be. I mean, that's really, really good stuff. And I was going to highlight a little bit that, you know, they get a glimpse of his glory, mm -hmm. Peter, James, and John. And it's, you know, because he's about to go down this mountain and he's about to go to suffer and die. And we're going to go down the mountain of the transfiguration into Lent. And we're going to, um, you know, hear all of the things that he did for us 
um, on his way to the cross and then ultimately to, to win the victory over our sin and death and his death and resurrection. But notice Jesus gives a glimpse of his glory because he's not going to look like God mm-hmm. when he's hanging on the cross. Totally um, unrecognizable. Unrecognizable, you know, and, and he's going to be as one from whom men hide their faces, right? So, you know, they get a glimpse of his glory before, and in other words, they get they get to see the end of the story, mm-hmm. if you will, that we, we join with Jesus in heaven in, in the glory of God. And I think that's important for us to think about today, too, that, you know, through the word of God, we are given to see beyond our sin beyond our death uh, to heaven itself and so there as we go through life there's um, it's not going to look very good at times we're not going to look very good at times right and when and when we're suffering and facing death it's that's difficult but notice what Jesus has done he's given us the end of the story before we get there to give us that comfort and peace that we're going to make it through death to eternal life. And I love, notice what Jesus says, don't talk about any of this until after I'm risen from the dead, until I've done it in history, in reality, Mm -hmm. with witnesses. And Christianity is the only religion that has this because Christianity is the only religion that is true. It's Mm -hmm. it's grounded in history, it's grounded in witnesses who saw him dead and alive. And notice in that epistle lesson, Peter then after the resurrection said, look, we didn't follow myths, we didn't follow cleverly invented stories, you know, we saw it. We were witnesses of his glory. And then he points back to the transfiguration, but he also, right, right um, he points ultimately to Jesus' resurrection from the dead that he actually did, and he opened the kingdom of heaven to us. So I think this is, you know, mm-hmm. really, um, and, and um, Pastor Simic, uh, I noticed his title is A Glimpse of, of, glory, of glory, right? Of what lies ahead for us. So no matter how dark it gets, there's light at the end of the tunnel, if you will, the light of Christ that scatters the darkness of our sin and death. Um, yeah. So I think it's good stuff, right? Yeah. Let's look at uh, him and bring him yeah, down. Yeah, bring me him down. <laughs> Let's see if one will just kind of come from out of the abyss, uh, if there would be a, a, a hymnal thrown. Um, there's a lot there's, of great hymns. There right? is. I thought we'd oh, look I thought at, you were going to throw it. I've got, oh, there we uh, go. We look at the, the actual hymn of the day for Transfiguration. Well, I, I don't know if we're using it as the hymn of the day, but I think it's a great hymn to talk about. Hymn 415. Uh, it's our, our last hymn. It's our last hymn. Okay. Yeah. 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 Jesus on the mountain peak. And uh, I, I like this hymn a lot because it musically reflects what's going on in the text. So... It starts off low and then it goes up high um, to a higher pitch that Jesus is on the top of the mountain peak and we get to the Alleluia's and then he descends, then it descends down. Um, so you have this, this whole uh, picture really musically of what's going on. Um, the hymn is uh, written by, the music was written by Theodore Beck who was a professor at Concordia Seward, Nebraska. And the, um, the tune name is Seward after Seward, Nebraska. You know, what's interesting, you know, up and down, we go up and down the mountain every week. We go up um, the mountain mm-hmm. you know, the, to the church, and ultimately it connects us to the church triumphant and down the mountain into our everyday lives, bringing the light of Christ uh, with us. So it's... Uh, and the architecture of our building reflects that in a wonderful way, going yeah, up, up those steps. Yeah. And, and then, then we go back down. Back down into the into world. Into the reality. Not alone, but with Christ to share his word. Yeah, good stuff.
Should we do, um, how about one and two? Is that good? Sure. Or uh, one, and, one and four, I meant. One and four is one and better. Four. Yeah. Good. Okay. Jesus on the mountain peak stands alone in glory blazing. Let us, if we dare to speak, join the saints and angels praising. Alleluia. This is God's beloved Son. Law and prophets sing before him. First and last and only one, all creation shall adore him. Alleluia. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Amen. Amen. Have a great day. You too. See you Sunday.